From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday the 20th of April. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including Johnson's Partygate apology and Netflix loss of subscribers. We'll also be answering today's big question. Why is Germany rejecting nuclear power even during an energy crisis? As well as discussing the introduction of road pricing. But first, Putin's Mariupol offensive. The invasion of Ukraine is still sadly ongoing. And today it seems that Russia are increasing the intensity of their attacks. In fact, according to a Ukrainian marine commander in the city, Mariupol may be facing our last days, if not hours. Due to the ongoing Russian siege of Mariupol, many Ukrainians living in the city have sought shelter in factories and underground tunnels. As such, Mariupol's mayor has said that they're aiming to evacuate around 6,000 women, children and elderly people from the city. But it's suggested that around 100,000 people remain in the city and that tens of thousands of people have been killed during the siege. In desperation, the region has asked the West for them to use the procedure of extradition and take us to the territory of a third-party state. But what happens next for Mariupol just isn't certain yet, but it could end up shaping the future of this conflict. Next, let's move to the UK, where yesterday was the first day back after the Commons' Easter break. As such, the government had to make a statement to the House of Commons detailing everything they proposed during the recess. The government updated the House on their Rwanda refugee plan and on the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. In addition, though, and probably more eye-catchingly, the Prime Minister offered an apology for the fixed penalty notice he received just a week earlier for his lockdown-breaking parties. Johnson told the Commons, I repeat, that was my mistake, and I apologise for it unreservedly. I respect the outcome of the police investigation, which is still underway, and I can only say that I will respect their decision-making and always take the appropriate steps. Leader of the opposition, Sir Keir Starmer, wasn't satisfied, though, branding the apology as a joke, remarking that the Prime Minister was offering insulting and absurd excuses for his Covid fine, and remarked that he had eroded public trust in politicians. The SNP's Ian Blackford went even further, though, branding Johnson a lawbreaker and a serial offender, going on to remark that if he has any decency, any dignity, he wouldn't just apologise, he would resign. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. Last week, Prince Harry and Meghan visited the Queen for the first time in two years during a short trip back to the UK, their first as a couple since they stepped back from being senior working royals. In an interview with NBC's Today programme, Harry discussed his visit and said that the soon-to-be 96-year-old monarch was on great form. He added, She's always got a great sense of humour with me, and I'm making sure that she's protected and got the right people around her. These remarks have unsurprisingly raised some eyebrows, though. What's he attempting to protect? The Queen's health? Protect her from bad advice? It's certainly not clear, and we don't want to overanalyze an offhand remark, but this issue does seem to have resurfaced some old tensions. Anyway, while Harry might have only made a flying visit, he says that he likes visiting the UK and seeing his family, but that he feels more at home now in the United States. We've been welcomed with open arms and have a great community up in Santa Barbara, he said. 
Staying in California, Netflix shares plunged 20% after the streaming company revealed that they'd lost subscribers for the first time in over a decade. Netflix's global subscribers fell by 200,000 in the first quarter of 2022, and the company says that it could lose another 2 million in the current quarter. The last time Netflix reported losing customers was way back in October 2011, so this certainly is remarkable. Responding to the news, the company told shareholders that our revenue growth has slowed considerably and pointed to a number of reasons for its decline in subscribers. Its market saturation, people sharing accounts, the company pulling out of Russia, and the growth and success of its competitors like Disney+. Possibly in response to this, the company has recently increased prices in the US, UK, and other markets, and has also announced plans to crack down on account password sharing. Finally today, Britain's Department for Transport has proposed a change to the highway code, which will allow the person sat in the driving seat of a self-driving car to watch TV shows and films in their car infotainment system, provided that they don't touch their mobile phone. It is a requirement though that the vehicle is fully self-driving, and as of yet, there are no cars that are fully self-driving approved for UK roads. Some cars do have features that aid the driver, but that doesn't mean that the car is fully self-driving, and as such, you're not allowed to watch TV while on the road yet. If self-driving cars are approved in the UK though, it seems that people will be allowed to watch TV and movies when the car is driving itself, but the driver must be ready to resume control of the vehicle when prompted, such as when they approach motorway exits. Regardless, with no driverless cars yet on the roads, it seems that watching TLDR videos while driving is still some way away. If you want more on this topic though, then check out the extended version of the Daily Briefing today, where we discuss the issue of road pricing. Now, this might sound a little dry, but considering many countries place high taxes on fuel, what happens when everyone goes electric in the future? Well, one idea is a new model, road pricing. Ben and I discuss this idea in the extended version of today's show, along with answering today's big question, why is Germany so insistent on not restarting nuclear power even during the current energy crisis? You can get the extended version by signing up to Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.